the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I always look forward to this hour of the show. I mean, obviously, it's the last hour of the show for the week. And the weekend beckons. So we got a three-day weekend with Memorial Day weekend coming up. But that's really not the main reason that I look forward to the 1205 segment on Fridays. It's because I get to talk to my friend Jack Windsor of the Ohio Press Network. And you can follow Jack on Twitter and should at Jack Windsor. You should subscribe to his site, theohioPressNetwork.com. And Jack has been kind enough to sit in for me, and we'll have to get you in here again sometime soon, Jack. So let's start as we head into Memorial Day weekend with a lead story on your website. And by the way, bottom of the hour, I'm going to talk to Amy Natosi of Protect Women Ohio, uh, which is fighting to you know keep abortion from being uh, rammed down people's throats in Ohio. But you have a story on your site about how radical the group urge urge is and it's part of the effort to try to get abortion enacted into ohio law and you know sometimes i feel bad i feel stupid that i don't see the end game here but it's pretty obvious to me that abortion is one way that the radicals out there want to get parents out of the lives of their kids it's pretty much what your story lays out for us at the ohio well, Bruce, uh, thanks for having me. I look forward to uh, being there again someday. Um, always an honor. Yes, um, I'm interested to hear your conversation with Amy. It was um, Protect Ohio Women, which, by the way, is a, a group that is a coalition of concerned family and life leaders, parents, health and medical experts, and faith leaders in Ohio. Um, they uncovered the urge, which... Uh, is an acronym that's supposed to stand for Unite for Reproductive Gender Equity. Uh, Urge is a group that really, I mean, when you get right down to it, um, they have, let's see, seven or eight different bullet points that they want to accomplish. And the harsh reality is they think that is it's extreme and unnecessary for parents uh, to intercede in their kids' lives. You know, the parental rights, pro-life coalitions like this, they um, – uh, they have a, an issue with being left out, and uh, but this group urge uh, they want parents out of the equation. So what would that mean? It would mean if this constitutional amendment passes that they're supporting, it would eliminate parental notification and consent requirements for minors, not only obtaining abortions, yep. but gender transition, uh, hormone drugs, gender surgery, so gender mutilation. And uh, look, this isn't this isn't like a well, oh we think so it's clearly listed on urge's website and they are very much involved with several other groups uh to get this amendment passed in november yeah and i'm looking at their tweets right here and here's one i'll just read it this is your daily reminder that parental involvement laws are unethical and must be abolished every pregnant person deserves full autonomy over their body in pregnancy regardless of their age or family situation. And this is not just the view of some radical organization. Well, it is. But I'm looking at a headline here. 
Corrine Jean-Pierre slams bans on trans treatment for minors. These are our kids. They belong to all of us. This is the battle, Jack. This is the battle that I hope we're going to fight in the presidential election coming up, is that parents' rights have to matter. They have to matter. Life has to matter. And, you know, this is a struggle. I think this is going to be, I thought that it was going to be the defining issue in the 2022 election cycle, but it is certainly in 24, parental rights. But really, at the heart of it, Bruce, it's about this. Who is your God? Yep. Is it God or is it government? Yeah. I mean, that, that's what we're going toward. I mean, these groups, they want abortion access. They want sexual education. They want to re- reform democracy. They want, quote, economic justice, which yeah. means paying reparations if you don't line up with what they believe. Um, they want to decriminalize and create um, communities that they call safe. Um, they want immigrant justice. So they want the borders wide open. I mean, the bottom line is it's chaos. And chaos is good for this movement because chaos creates the need for someone to step into gap to the gap to fix the problem. And my guess is the progressives are going to be the ones who are pitching uh, the solution to it. Yeah, totally right. Jack Windsor, our guest, the Ohio Press Network dot com. Follow him on Twitter at Jack Windsor. And they control most of the uh, influencers out there. There's no more important influencer than the media, of course. Here's just a couple headlines uh, from the dispatch. Ohio Republicans unveil plan to restrict transgender bathroom use in schools, not to protect biological girls from being harassed in bathrooms. That's one headline. Uh, Republic. This is Haley B. Miller. She's terrible, in my opinion. I'm not speaking for you. Republicans want to replace. This is Anna Staver. She's also terrible. Republicans want to replace Ohio's K-12 social study standards with conservative lessons, also known as like authentic American history. So the people's minds are being shaped by what they used to think were news sources they could count on. They can't count on those news sources anymore. And uh, I'm not sure there's a question in there, but this is kind of why you guys at the Ohio Press Network exist, is it not? It is exactly why we exist. And I'm going to actually hit both of those headlines real quick. The one that you mentioned uh, from Staver, I would encourage your listeners to go to our website. There's a a story, actually, it's a column titled 12 Years a Slave, a a reevaluation of America's, quote, racial reckoning. And it really gets to the heart of (laughs) the the misnomers, the mislabeling and the reality uh, of what's going on today that journalists just don't want to write about either because they're afraid they don't believe in it or uh, their editors won't let them. But on the issue, I want to hit the, the first one that you talked about. Um, essentially, the way the story is being teed up is that Republicans want biological girls in the same bathrooms, in the same showers, in the same changing rooms, and they want them you know, sleeping in the same room on overnight stays that are sponsored by schools. What they don't want is biological boys with biological girls in all of those areas. Now, 10 years ago, Bruce, it just kind of seemed like common sense, yeah, right? Yeah, that's absolutely right. Um, this would have been sort of been nonsensical that somebody would have brought this up in a legislature as a proposed bill. Why are you bringing this up? Nobody's trying to do this. Well, they are trying to do it. It's happening all over the place. Now they the are. The problem is school- yeah, now they are. And and schools are trying to be, you know, sly about it. But let me get to the crux of it. Here's the issue. And this is why we do what we do. And I hope that people subscribe and read us because there's a tremendous amount of intellectual dishonesty. What I don't think is listed in the story that you mentioned 
is that the bill that would require boys to be with boys and girls to be with girls, it indicates that, look, there should be an accommodation. If, if somebody is transgender, then create that bathroom for the transgenders or allow the transgender to use a bathroom that might be designated as a teacher's bathroom. Yep. Now, think about that. That That's not lacking concern for gender, quote, gender affirming care. It's saying we're going to carve out a space for you to go. And it's, here's the crazy analogy. If somebody in a wheelchair tried to go to a regular stall in the bathroom, uh, e- even though there was an accommodation, like a stall where the, the wheelchair would fit, it would be crazy. Like it, it, no one would accept the person in the wheelchair going, these people hate me. Right. They don't want me to go in this other stall. No, you have an accommodation right there. And that's what the Americans with Disabilities Act is. It's about an accommodation. This bill makes an accommodation, but nobody in the media wants to talk about that because it doesn't create the visceral hate response that they're looking for. Jack Windsor is our guest, theohiopressnetwork.com. And this kind of a law has already been passed. Kentucky, Tennessee, Iowa, Kansas, Florida, many others as well. It is common sense. And here locally, we've got the Bethel School District over in Miami mm-hmm. County, we've got the Olentangy School District, transgender issues. Parents are rising up. There's a suit in Olentangy. They want to cudgel kids into being forced to call people by their preferred pronouns. Well, if you call somebody she, it's a pretty, it's a much more difficult argument to make that you can't go into a girl's bathroom if they're already calling a male she. <laughs> right. Yeah, and the problem is, Bruce, it's it's twofold. This this lawsuit, by the way, um, parents defending education against the Olentangy local school district, it's going to be significant because um, there are a group of parents who are anonymous who are citing uh, regulations and policies within the school district that they say violate the First Amendment rights of the students. Um, by the way, so here's the quick example: if a student doesn't want to call somebody by a preferred pronoun. Um, then, then what? They lose, they lose their First Amendment right to say, no, you're a boy, I'm not going to call you a girl. And if they're forced to do that, then it's an issue with compelled speech. So there is a First Amendment issue there. And then if parents, this is what's going on, if a student is identified as somebody who could transition, the school can start a, a, you know, a transition plan and have a meeting without parent, that first meeting without parental consent or notice. Well, that tramples the 14th Amendment right of the parent, equal access to mm-hmm. civil liberties. So this lawsuit is going to tell us a lot. I'm really interested to see how it plays out in court. Yeah, as am I. And I'm really thankful for you and uh, the people that work with you at the Ohio Press Network because you present it uh, in a way that is uh, aligned with the truth, aligned with... Um, what used to be common sense in America and now is all too fleeting. So I appreciate your work. I didn't get a chance to get to Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump, but something tells me we'll have ample time to talk about that over the next few months and year plus. Jack, always great to have you on, man. Thanks so much for your time today. Hey, happy Memorial Day weekend. God bless you, brother. Happy Memorial Day to you as well. Jack Windsor, theohiopressnetwork.com. Follow him on Twitter, at Jack Windsor. Yeah, sadly, there is a real vacuum of wisdom in public education these days and in college educations. And I can tell because most of the reporters who are writing about educational matters in our Ohio State House are unhinged idiots.
Anna Staver, Columbus Dispatch. Haley B. Miller, Columbus Dispatch. And you must have to, like, show your membership to the Communist Party to write for the Columbus Dispatch these days. Everything is written from an anti-conservative angle. It's not even remotely attempted to be hidden. They have disparaged Senate Bill 83 at every turn. Senate Bill 83 is Jerry Serino's bill that would stop high schools, colleges from teaching divisive concepts and would bring back authentic American history, including, yeah, the bad stuff, slavery, Jim Crow, Reconstruction, all that. House Bill 103, proposed by Representative Don Jones of Freeport, would bring civics back into our schools in Ohio and our colleges. It would create a task force that would develop a new standard for academics for Ohio's K-12 through history classes using what is known as the American birthright model. Oh, gee. You mean we'd go back and see what our founders did and we'd actually teach that rather than the 1619 Project and that America was founded to be an inherently racist country and if you're born with skin anything other than white, you're going to be oppressed forever and you can't triumph over it? Yeah, that would be that. So I'm in favor of these moves as proposed. I am vehemently against the way they are being portrayed in the dispatch and elsewhere because it's not dispassionate, down-the-middle reporting. It is clearly slanted. And it's just so aggravating to see people who have entered and ascended in the profession that I chose years ago denigrate that profession by refusing to present more than their own ideologically favored side. Ron DeSantis was talking about this today at an Orlando convention a state education convention. Here he touches on the fact that it is a universal position of the left. We just discussed it with Jack Windsor. That they do not want parents involved. They do not want you to have rights when it comes to your children. Make no mistake, they don't want the parents involved in education. They don't want the parents involved in education because they view you as an impediment to their ideological agenda. They view you as an impediment to their ability to indoctrinate kids with their beliefs and their agendas. I'm sorry, I choose our beliefs as parents over the beliefs of the ideological left. So it's important that we're standing up for the rights of parents to be involved we got involved in this most recent election. You know, I was running, obviously, for re-election, but it's not just about me. This is a team effort. You can't do it alone. So we got involved in a lot of school board races across the state. Uh, we had 29 conservative school board candidates out of 34 races win election to school board throughout the state. And they're making a big difference. Yeah, they are. They're making a big difference here. Sadly, not in Olentangy because the wrong candidates won, but they are in Dublin. They are in Jonathan Alder, they are in Pickerington, they are in Big Walnut, they are in UA. Keep the pressure on. Ron DeSantis talking about the very same things that are being proposed in Ohio. 
He's gotten them enacted in Florida. He's actually used his political power. This is why the left is terrified of him. I have a CNN story that I'll read from momentarily. But here's DeSantis advocating nationally for the policies we're trying to get passed here in Ohio that our leftist media in this town keeps running down. Our school system should be about educating kids, not indoctrinating kids. And that means we've gone on the offense against toxic ideologies like critical race theory. We have eliminated that in our K-12 through schools. We're not teaching kids to hate our country or to hate each other with your tax dollars. And it's important we're very clear about that, but it's also important to say, okay, that's not what you want out of education, but what are you for? What do you want to see in education? And one of the things we've put an emphasis on is getting the Constitution and American civics back in our classroom as a focal point of education. We now actually offer a great course. It's a 50-hour course for teachers where they can take, and if they take it, they get a $3,000 bonus. And it's a course where we have people from places like Hillsdale College, all these, all these experts talking about the foundations of our republic talking about things like the history of the English Constitution, talking about uh, the religious influences, talking about enlightenment, all these important things that have become a lost art in modern American society. We need to teach these kids what it means to be an American. We need to teach them about our Constitution and our Bill of Rights. We need to teach them why people have been willing to fight and die to preserve our way of life. Now, the other night when he was talking about what he would do to fix the southern border, he said he would eliminate people who come across the border illegally asking for asylum. And he also talked about we have to get rid of the fact that we no longer assimilate our migrants into American society. The people from other countries used to come here and want to be American. Now we've disparaged America and American values to the point where that's not a thing anymore. It's an evil thing anymore. This is why I like DeSantis. You couldn't see on the video. He wasn't reading that. It's coming from the heart. It's legit. And the other thing I love about him is that he knows how to use the power that he has. CNN writes, DeSantis, if elected, would require pushing the limits of the executive branch like never before. He suggested in multiple interviews that he would use his knowledge to exercise the true scope of presidential power. Here's his quote in the Twitter Spaces interview with Elon Musk. You've got to know how to use your leverage to advance what you're trying to accomplish. Yes, you do. CNN writes, his vision for the executive branch is seemingly at odds with the Republican Party's traditional favoring of limited government. But DeSantis has led this way in Tallahassee. And look at what he's gotten done there. Imagine if we could get that done nationally. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.